Thanks for listening to the review pod of everything that went down in Washugo. Before we get too far into this, thanks to Racetech. Racetech.com. Motor work, suspension work. Take your bike there. Get it dialed in. Show your bike some love. It'll love you back. The best part is tell them that you listen to Pulp MX and they will give you a discount on suspension parts, on suspension service, on motor service. Racetech.com helping out a lot of race teams over the years. Privateer proven and uh, guys like Jerry Robin. Chris Blos and many more have shown their skills with Racetech uh, machines. So thanks to Racetech. Also, All Balls Racing, they're ready for you guys to uh, uh, call them for whatever they you need for your motorcycle, whether it's Vertex Pistons, whether it's Hot Cams, whether it's Pivot Works. The guys at All Balls Racing have a lot of components that fall across the line of all the motorcycles out there and make quality, quality aftermarket products for your bike to help it work better. And, yeah, allballsracing.com for more information. Check a local dealer. Go to motorsport.com. Check it out. Thanks to those guys. All right, on to the show. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. Watch Shugle Review. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. I'm going to have Weege and JT on here shortly. But, yeah, lots to talk about when it comes to Washugal, another epic race. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing for coming on board this podcast and making it happen. You've heard me talk about Fly for a number of years now because they've been a part of us for a number of years. They got you covered head-to-toe, Zone Pro goggles, Formula helmet, kinetic mesh, the uh, F2 boot. I think it's F2. F4? I don't know. It's a good boot. Chris Blos wore it to uh, win an arena cro- or a, a Australian Supercross title, I should say. Flyracing.com. Please check them out at motorsport.com or your local dealer. They will have you dialed in. Uh, the 2022.5 Kinetic Mesh is out. You saw it on RJ uh, Hampshire and Styles uh, Robertson and Savachi and all these guys. Max Hansty, uh, you couldn't miss him at Southwick wearing it. Great uh, uh, gear, really lightweight, really vented, fits well, as of course, as well. It's my favorite line of gear from Fly Racing, so please check that out if you can. I also want to thank the folks at Renthal, Renthal Renthal.com for more information. Chase Sexton just won Washugal with his uh, Renthal-equipped uh, Honda CRF 450. And, uh, yeah, whether it's Factory Kawasaki, Factory Honda, KTM, Renthal.com for more information. Chains, sprockets, grips, bars, uh, twin wall bars, 7 eighths bar, the fat bar, the fat bar 36. They have a handlebar and a bend that is uh, good for you. Their website is super informative as well. Dealer locator on there as well as a bar bend chart. So you punch in uh, another company's uh, bend and they will tell you which Renthal one will work for you. They make it easy, folks. Rental.com, the number one choice in the paddock today. Uh, great quality, great construction there at Rental. Thank you to those guys. Also, Maxxis Tires. 
Cade and A-Ray using Maxxis in Supercross this year. Maxxis.com, light truck tires, trailer tires, mountain bike tires. They'll have you covered, man. And if you haven't thought about Maxxis for a while, please take take a look at the, what they got at Maxxis.com. Order something up. Go to your local dealer. Go to motorsport.com and check it out. Thank you to the folks at Maxxis for making things happen for us on the podcast as well. And, uh, yeah, I use the mountain bike tires. I use the dirt bike tires. So I even have a set of Maxxis tires on the Honda Ridgeline as well. So thank you to the folks at Maxxis. And Cobo Links and Motorsport.com will tell you more about, along with USA Batteries and um, Onyx Maps. But let's get Weege and JT on the line to talk Washugal and more, shall we? As promised, uh, on the line to talk about Washugal, two gentlemen who were there and were an integral part of the broadcast as well. First up, uh, from uh, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross uh, Championship, he's the voice of the series, working with another newcomer this week in Ryan Villapoto. And now he is uh, calling some street bike action today. It's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weech? Yeah. Uh, that's not true. Uh, the street bike, you get your calendar all mixed up. Okay. You think Loretta Lynn's is starting this week. Yeah. So you think the street bike race I'm doing is right now. Yes. Uh, but this particular weekend, I was at Washougal uh, for motocross. And uh, that'll be next weekend street bike. You, and then Loretta's is next week. You said I'm I'm in I'm doing street bike racing this weekend. Meaning we we were in the weekend. No, you said when are you leaving for Loretta's? And I said next week. And you're like I thought Loretta's was starting now. And I said no. First I'm going to street bike racing, leaving Thursday, and then I'll fly from there to Loretta's next week. Okay. All right. I'm confused. Yeah. But this also, next this week also is Loretta's. makes no next sense week. because Steve was also talking about leaving from Loretta's to go to Sweden for MXGP, which he's not doing, but that would have been yeah. next week anyway when he would have been leaving for Sweden. So I don't really understand any of this. That's Jason Thomas from Fly Racing, everybody. What's up, JT? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I, I always thought everyone went from Washougal to Loretta's. That, that, that was what I remember people doing so many times. So th- that's, that's where I'm at. The, calendar, the yeah. calendar is different. The weekend falls... Uh, there, there's not another like okay. the end of July is a little bit different this year. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Weekend wise. Yeah. Not- yeah. There definitely have been years of that. There's no doubt. There's Thank definitely you. Definitely been. Thank you. Yes. And and that's why we raced on Sunday at Washougal. Um, I re- I believe there were even years. This was. Oh yeah. This is one of the best things ever. Back in like the heyday of WMX, like the Geiger Patterson Whitmore mm-hmm. battles. Mm-hmm. They'd race Sunday, red eye to Loretta's, and then continue their fighting um, in the airport. Uh, Monday morning after the red eye picking up bags. Um, just the, the battle would just continue from coast to coast and then back on the track Monday for practice to fight some more. And, great. And I imagine you will be announcing Loretta's all week long, Weech? Yep. Uh, Tuesday morning, racertv.com. Yep. Watch us all week, Tuesday through Saturday. All yep. right. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, street bike racing in, in Brainerd, Minnesota. Yeah. Moto America first. That'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sign up for your wow. uh, Moto America Plus live streaming. Right. I heard it works. I mean, I'll give them that. I'll give them that. I think it was a rough weekend, gentlemen, for Flo. I'm not sure if either one of you heard. <laughs> no, really. I didn't get any feedback whatsoever about the stream not working again. Right. I, I actually felt pretty bad because at one point I tweeted, hey, man, everything's good here at the track. It's not blurry. It's real clear. It's a great day. I can watch all the racing. No problem. What a dick Terrible. I am. What a dick I am. Yes, <laughs> Very, very, you know, I wonder why people hate me. So, um, I, yeah, I, I don't mean, know, I man. feel terrible now because I, I thought, okay, the, switching from Mav TV Plus to Flow is obviously, like, switching midstream is terrible, you know, but it was yeah. like, it was done, yeah, but now it's going to fix the problem, which is that it doesn't work. 
So unfortunately, you got to log in, log out, and enter a new credit card to a new uh, place, and that's a hassle. But at least it's because it's going to work. But apparently, it didn't work. I don't know, man. Yeah, there was buffering ish, and then some people. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's not going well. It is not going well. It's not smooth. It's not smooth. The transition has not been smooth either. So, no, I don't know. No, it's been terrible. And I I just, all I can do is say it's been terrible. It's been awful. It hasn't worked. And that's when you pay, it has to work. Uh, Oh, especially you. Especially you. If you pay for something. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Fair point. Uh, To to drive that home further. It just, it needs to work. Yeah. Um, there are there are no excuses, and I don't think people really care what the excuses. Yeah. Want to work? Well, yep. there's one gentleman who uh, wasn't there on the TV broadcast when they worked fine, and there's another gentleman that they oh. added to the TV broadcast this year when things have gone mm. south. So, mm. I, I'm just commenting mm. without prejudice. That's it. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, causality, perhaps, maybe. Well, I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Uh, well, how was Ryan Villapoto? Like, do you want to oh. do you want to like hammer me on my cooler more, or my no. lifestyle choices, or that the TV program is my fault, or I, I just want to know where you're going. Okay, to start the tone because like this, that my days are nothing but you. This is not criticizing true. my life lately. That's all there is. This is not true. So I just want to know where we're going with this. This, this is not this true. Day, particularly, look when that gentleman at the live show on Friday night handed you a Yeti cooler to sign, you were happy. You were happy to sign his cooler. I'm usually always happy unless you start in on me. That's great. The guy brought a cooler for JT to sign. Oh, my God, these people. It's amazing. Uh, how was Ryan Villapoto, Weege? I, I, again, I, I watched a little bit of it. Um, I wanted to watch that. Sorry. Uh, it, um, he said he said uh, 9 a.m. Uh, Saturday. Uh, I'm trying to remember the exact quote. I think it was, I'm going to be great at this, or how great <laughs> am I going to be, I think is what it was. Yeah. And uh, then I think uh, at the end of the day, he said he was great. Yeah. And uh, he really was. My measure of this is how uh, different does it feel than a regular weekend? Like, how much is it like someone's new, right. they don't know how to do it, it's a real challenge. And with him, it felt like we had done it a million times. Um, so that's really the best compliment I can really give someone in this situation. He's been in the booth. Here's the thing. He hasn't been the only analyst. But don't you feel like RV's been like in the, with the headset on in the Supercross like a dozen times here and there? Well, I was going to ask you, hasn't he sat in the trailer with you and called a moto before? Uh, a couple times. Yeah. I remember he showed up in 2014. Yeah, 2014, which was a huge weekend. It was Redbud. Remember, he came, he had disappeared like after Supercross. And he shows up at Redbud like two months later, and he's just anti pretty much everybody. It was just F everybody all weekend. Yeah. Uh, but it was great for TV. It was great for TV. Yeah. Because uh, was, uh, that was during the time, you know, Roxon and AC had been riding at his place with Alden as a trainer, and I think they all thought they were besties, and then he just disappeared for two months. Uh, that was an epic weekend, actually, of Villapoto on TV. And I, it honestly might not be till then. That's eight years ago. Uh, so Yeah. yeah. He, he, he told me he was going to be the best out of everybody. On Friday. Okay, there you yeah. go. On Friday. Go. Okay, yeah. He said, I'm going to be the best one. And I said, all right, cool, man. Right on. Okay. So, but, but then. then no, it was good. It was seamless. It but was. Then, then I see great. on Twitter that when Dunge was in second, he said, this is awesome because this means that I'm, I beat Dunge and this means that I, I could be winning right now, something like that. Something along those lines. Well, we uh, had him on our um, Friday night uh, monster staging area show. And he said when he saw Dunge in third at Pala, 
he was a little jealous of like, maybe I should have done this. But then after 15 <laughs> minutes of the moto, he was like, yeah, I don't think I want to be out there. Right. Okay. Yeah. I thought I saw on Twitter yeah. that he said, this is awesome for me that Dungey's running up front. I don't remember it. I was okay. trying to cue that. I was trying to get that out of him. Right. And I just said, hey, look, you're relevant now. But no, he didn't, he didn't exactly take, uh, okay. take it that way. All right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and we always, and we got the Chuck Sun interview in JT every year. Chuck Sun at Washougal. Well, this is the this is the 50th anniversary of this uh, series, Steve. And uh, also, he had his own jump at this particular track. So yeah, I felt like it was uh, yeah relevant to have Chuck Sun as a part of the broadcast. I'm up in the announcers tower every year for this one, and every year Chuck gets an interview. They ask him about his jump. They ask him about his throttle sticking. Good times. He, I guess he throttle stuck. That's why the jump is named after him, right? Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right. What else? Um, well, you did a live show. Oh, uh, yeah. Live show Friday night was good. I, I, um, when I started talking about cutting down trees, I got booed. Oh, when I, oh yeah. When I, when I blamed <laughs> Joey Lancaster for the Chuck Sun jump going away, he got booed. When I said I don't feel like Larry Ward is really Pacific Northwest, they started booing me. But then you can mm-hmm. just start yelling Carson Brown or Levi Kitchen, and mm-hmm. it, it all comes back. It all comes back around. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we asked Levi Kitchen if he'd be available, if he's going to healed up, be healed up in time for donations, and then the crowd was right back in the palm of our hands. Yep. Yeah. It was, Put it was Levi Kitchen on Team USA, yeah. and they're eating it up. <laughs> it was great. It was fantastic. It was yeah. cool. Thank you to yeah. to Joey Lancaster and Ten Barrel for having us out. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, crowd was awesome. I mean, it was really sort of the better live events we've had. We've never had one out of track. Yeah. Um, they really had a good setup over there. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Hope we do it again. Well, yep. it, should, it should be mentioned that uh, Chuck Sun mentioned he was on the Levi Kitchen bandwagon for Team USA. Oh. Uh, I, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> but I, I really wanted to kind of go down the path of, hey, when it comes to Team USA, let's just stay yeah. on the sidelines, Chuck. Hey. We don't need to get involved. Like, you can. Yeah, we're just going to completely stay out of that one. I, I would have liked the. Uh, what do you think? Of, what What what'd you see the last few races from Levi, Chuck, to make you think he's Team USA ready? I like that question <laughs> fired back at him. Uh, but yeah, uh, hey, he's got to take the cheap heat like we did. Yeah, he. We just yelled Carson Brown two stroke and Levi Kitchen, and we just had them. Yeah, it was great. Like we it was fantastic. Them. No, <laughs> it was it was really really easy to do. Um, I like Washugo. We we spent uh, last podcast talking about Millville being the best track and and all of that and you know i've got a lot of memories from there but uh the the track's not great it's hard to pass it's got the shadows that jt's talked about a lot um but it i love washugo the weather couldn't have been any better great scenery right the fans are fantastic it's a super super awesome local race uh, or local area for for motocross and yeah i really like washugo uh we but you know what some of it some of it i think has to do with like a long slog on the east coast and the weather and the humidity right and I think you just welcome Washougal and the area and everything. But it, it is really, really cool. Yeah, I had somebody on Twitter hit me up earlier in the year and just be like, why does when there's like a battle over, like, what's the best race? It's like, Millville's a great track and Redbud's a great atmosphere. And, oh, back in the day, High Point had so much partying and Unadilla had so much history. Like, why does Washougal just never get thought of? It's just never in that conversation. Right. Um, and I don't really know. I don't really know why. Is it, uh, is it East Coast bias? Um, is it no, that it no, has the rep of the, no, it's that most, most of the riders don't like racing there. <laughs> that's, that's why. The slipperiness, the slipperiness and the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Both of, both of them. Uh, it's, okay. it's really, really challenging for the racers. I, I, I mean, he, Joe Lawrence is pretty transparent. Like he's not, he is not a fan. 
Um, yeah. And I think deep deep down during the motos, I think you would probably find that opinion to be uh, well, about the same for everybody. It doesn't get rough. It's cool. You can Everyone can go fast. It takes forever to get by a guy or set him up. You can catch him and then just follow him around. We saw that a lot out there, right? It's just... It, it, you got to rely on it's like a road race it's like your street bike racing weed you got to rely on a mistake to get by a guy and you got to set him up 14 turns in advance you know but still yeah. pretty cool still yep. still pretty cool to be there and horsepower hill is cool all that you know but yeah it, i don't think it's anybody's favorite track well it's ryan villapoto's favorite track i guess but levi kitchen's favorite track even villapoto struggled yeah there. he did it and- was probably his worst track actually and why did you jerk offs uh uh make me think that levi kitchen hadn't ridden Washugal that much. I am positive, Wygant, that when he first burst onto the scene, because I don't know anything about these dudes, you had said he doesn't actually race Washugal that much. He doesn't hasn't been there that much. Something along those lines. And then I, I set him up at the live show. He's like, no, man, I got a trail for the woods to to, to my to Washugal. But he was saying both. He was saying both. He said he had a trail through the woods. Yeah. But he doesn't ride there very much because it's not prepped. Here's yeah. what I think it is. Here's what I think it is. It's kind of the JT's point. I think it, especially, and it's not a national weekend, I yeah. think it's like not their favorite track to log laps on. So, right. well, okay, you notice the Martins lived at Millville, and they never shy away from the fact that they've ridden Millville one bazillion times. Levi has a trail he could ride from his garage to Washougal, but he didn't make it sound like he had ridden thousands of laps. No. But on the yeah, live and show. And on our pre-race yeah. show, on our, on our first show, for the monster show that you're not part of, he said, I haven't really raced on it much. And I was like, okay. So okay. then, so then on the live show when I threw it to him about that, he he was like, "No, man, I've been here a ton," and I'm I'm just like, "Okay, I'm, I look like an idiot now." Not the first. I time. don't feel like he said that, JT. Do you? Uh, he said he hadn't raced on it a lot. Yeah, he, I think he's ridden ridden on it a ton. Yeah, I don't know. But he threw in that when it's not prepped, it's just dusty and hard. So yeah, yeah he didn't even ride it. I, I yep. think he, from from what I remember originally, like way back. Uh, and I brought this up on the live show too. He, I th- remember him saying like it wasn't a great track for him. Like we all assumed, okay, you're from Washougal. This is going to be a race where when we show up there, it's going to be a Ryan Huffman, Jason McCormick, Tommy Week type scenario where you're probably going to win because this is your local track. And he was like, no, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm that great at this track. So that's what I really remember was like the the divergence of what we expected, like he was going to be awesome here and like, okay, man, he's really going to have a breakout ride there where he was like, nah, not really. I don't think I'm actually that good there. I think that's where the difference came in. Yeah. He, yeah, uh, I yeah maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like he looked at me like, what are you talking about? You know, um, I ride here all yeah, the he time. probably did. I yeah. just don't know if it was about that. Uh, we also found out <laughs> that his dad, Paul is super cheap. So we're going to try to maybe get Weege and Paul together to compare notes. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, his 30-year-old-looking 30, 30 dad, Paul. Right, right. Yep. It just looks like, yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into this a little bit. Uh, again, 1-2-1 one, two, uh, two, scores, 35 seconds up. Uh, Tomac won his eighth in a row in the first moto, and Sexton uh, rode amazing in the second moto to win. And Sexton told me afterwards that that was the best outdoor motocross win he's ever had. And uh, I get it. I believe it. Uh, he held off the animal that is Eli Tomac until, uh, you know, two laps to go. And uh, uh, great, great job. These two are crushing it, Weege. They are absolutely on another level. Yeah, it really depends on how good Sexton ends up being uh, in the future, if he ends up being like a multi-time champ, um, if that ends up being the case. You know, I think we're really going to look back at this as a truly epic summer. I mean, the racing itself has been amazing. 
but you know, if this ends up truly being like a clash of the generations passing the baton scenario, which it has the potential to be, you know, I think when Tomac was going after Dungey, we knew that was what was happening. Or Roxon going after Dungey, we knew, well, Tomac and Roxon are going to win a ton in the future. And these battles with Dunge, it's not going to be around much. Soak it up. Same thing with RCMC or, or, or Stu and RC, right? Um, so if that turns out to be the case and Sexton turns out to be that good, it's going to make these things look even bigger in history because the racing alone is amazing. I mean, it doesn't get it doesn't get much better. I mean, they've even passed each other a few times. But, uh, dude, I mean, they're continually finishing a half second apart. And the lap times, they both put in their best lap on the last lap, I think. No, no, they uh, no, the, the, they have the exact same lap time on the last lap. Yeah, the, to the exact tenth. same. Yep. To the but t- it was the, their best. But, no, uh, Tomax was the lap before. Oh, okay. And then Texas okay. was the Huge last difference. one. Yeah. Huge difference, right. Oh, yeah. feisty yep. JT tonight on the show. I like this. All right, go ahead, Weech. So, so even from a number standpoint, the, yeah. how close the gaps are and the, how close the lap times are, uh, it's been unbelievable. Oh, and let's just the, – the double crash. Have we ever seen that? Double crash uh, yeah. and get up in the exact same amount of time as each other? <laughs> and, and still hang on to first second, no problem, and then just get up and ride away and keep riding? I had asked Sexton about that after the race. Wait. And he said his bike didn't fire. 10 seconds faster on the last lap than Anderson. 10. 10 seconds. <laughs> right? It's insane. Hey, don't these guys run, uh, don't they run like super lightweight, small batteries? And that's kind of why these guys have hard times getting their bikes restarted mid moto. No, I've heard it, that before. I just don't no, know. No, they true. do. It doesn't, it doesn't make them hard to start. But if you don't get them started quickly, they can die quickly. Yes. Uh, you need to get it fired right away. And Sexton said he was worried about that. Because okay. so when when they were stopped there, I was you know I was watching TV. I was in the tower. I'm like Sexton looked like he was ready to go, and I'm like just just, just go, just like step over him, ride over his bike, like right over his head, whatever you got to do, get, go. But he said his bike wasn't firing. Yeah, he said his bike just wouldn't fire. And yeah, JT, if it keeps going because of the smaller battery, you can kill it. You know. Um, but yeah, it uh, that was in, that was nuts too. That's just another kind of moment, right? Yeah, he, he also the mentioned gap was identical. Yeah. Yep. Good. He, uh, he also mentioned that it was so crazy that when they crashed, both of their bikes were off, and it was eerily quiet for like ten <laughs> seconds. There was no noise, like nothing, because there's no crowd over there. Like that that section is empty. There's no one near that area. There was no bikes running. They were thirty seconds ahead of third place, and both their bikes were shut off. It was just like it was like it, it, you could tell like he was trying to share how that was he just didn't have the right words for it because like it was so wild to go you're in the midst of this crazy battle all this intensity intensity and adrenaline and all that and it just goes pitch quiet yeah for 10 seconds while they're scrambling he he said to me he didn't know the etiquette on what to do on if he should stand on eli's bike or stand on eli i'm like there's no etiquette just don't grab the kill switch other than that, there's not really any etiquette. <laughs> just he, he's like, I don't really. Don't him like Jeff Emig did Laraka. Yeah, he's like, I don't really, know, I didn't really know the etiquette of like, do I stand on him? Do I stand on his bike? Do I, you know, do I burn out? I'm like, yes, you do all of that. You do whatever it takes. Oh, just don't, oh, okay. just don't grab the kill switch. That's it. That's okay. it. the Michael Lessie move is the only one that's really like not. It's kind of frowned on. <laughs> Other than that, I think you're fine. Uh, uh, but yeah, that was that was crazy too. Absolutely, just nuts, man. Um, and I and I was like going go go go, but then like I said, he said his bike wouldn't fire. So yeah, yeah, it's weird how they do that. Um, we pointed out uh, Kellen Brower's race exam from Southwick when uh, Hunter Lawrence was in Styles' face. Mm-hmm. Hunter rode away, and 
Styles is motioning for him to come back, and Styles hitting his electric start button to try to get back to him, and the bike just won't go. Yeah. Like he wanted more, right. the bike won't start. So I don't know, just go all the way back to the early days of four strokes when they're that hot. Even the electric start isn't awesome. I don't know. I think the under the underlaying thing here with these eight motos for Tomac JT and the second in the second moto is his starts are there now. Like Southwick first moto, okay, not there. Uh, but basically, through this whole nine race streak that he's been on, his starts are there. And Sexton mentioned that afterwards. You know, like Chase's starts were back a little bit, and he's always been a good starter. But yeah, the one thing, the one sort of flaw Tomac has. It didn't bother him with Southwick Moto One, but it was his starts, and they're they've been awesome. They've been great. So, yeah, what are you going to do when you yeah, got was, I, Tomac the package, and now he's getting starts? <laughs> yeah, I was curious because this was the first weekend in a while that he hasn't run the the scoop tire, and uh, yeah, was that going to play a role? Because I, I felt like he leaned on it a little bit last weekend at Spring Creek just to make sure that he got a good start, and then this weekend it wasn't an option. So. That was something I was just kind of watching. Like, hey, is this we're going to revert back to him being in 15th on the first lap? And, and he didn't. He was he got relatively good starts both motos on, you know, the I'm sure it was the most aggressive tire that he could get away with, but it wasn't it wasn't any sort of advantage whatsoever. So that was yeah, uh, yeah that was good. That was a positive sign. Tough to tough to beat Eli Tomac, but he did that. It's really really cool to see these guys pushing each other. They go into the break four left. Unadilla is not a good track for Tomac. And uh, he's, he's five up. Sometimes. Yeah. He's only run once. I mean, we've seen, it. we've seen him destroy people there in the past before, too, though. I guess he's only won the overall once, I saw. So. Yeah. I, the one year, I remember he, he killed everybody in the, in the mud, one moto, and then the other moto was terrible. I, so I, I, don't, I don't know what to make of it. I don't have any logic to apply to it. But I've seen him ride really well there before. So I know it's possible. Yeah. Uh, okay. He just has days where his uh, rear shock's too low and it pulls on his arms. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we, we know this now. We know this. Uh, okay, so if not, if nobody makes a mistake, who gets third? Dunge, Craig, or Anderson? Because Craig and Dunge rode fantastic. Christian dumped it first moto, first lap, both motos. Dunge obviously DNF, right? And then ripped through the pack to catch Anderson at the end. And then, of course, Jason actually did ride by himself to go 3-3. It's the ultimate bench racing question, Weege. We'll never know. Anderson gets it, but I think Craig and Dungey could put their hands up and be like, hey, I was third fastest guy this weekend. Yeah, Craig has a good argument there. I listened to your interviews with him um, with how far back. I mean, was he basically last in the first moto first, at one point? Uh, I don't know if he was last, but yeah. Okay. He was, I didn't see yeah. where he crashed. Yeah. It wasn't first turn, he said, no, right? No, no, no. During the lap, yeah. Um, I mean, so obviously that was impressive. They did, of course, catch Anderson a ton. I mean, Dunge got Anderson in sight in the last lap, but I, I have to imagine that there was some managing going on yep. in Anderson's part. Yep. You know, it probably was just like, yeah, go ahead. I got four seconds. If you want to make up three and a half in this last lab, I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to say, you know, it's easy to say they looked way faster than Anderson, but that, I don't know if that would have actually been that way, but I'm just going to lead to Dunge just because he had that start mm -hmm. in the first moto. And, um, I mean, it was only two laps, but he looked like he was comfortable running with him. Um, so I'm just going to lean to that. You give Dunge whole shot in the first moto, which he had. And uh, a fourth in Moto2 from that far back, I I'm going to give him the edge. I asked Dunge why he was so good at Washougal, and he, he said, JT, well, he didn't really know why other than, I got my first win here, so it's always just good vibes. You know, I could feel good coming back here because he got his first win at Washougal. I'm like, yeah, that was like 15 mm. years ago, but okay, sure. Uh, he I didn't really struggle with that. He, he didn't mm -hmm. have an answer, but he himself didn't have, like, 
hey, it's, you know, technical, you know, he didn't, I mean, he, he elaborated more than that, but wasn't a lot there and why he's so damn good at Washougal because, yeah, like we said, he probably gets third this weekend. I feel like it's pretty pretty obvious, honestly. Um, I don't, and, and you never know with Dunge, like if he's not wanting to be transparent. Um, you know, he's. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. But I think most people that know, you know, have been around this and know and and have raced and understand the dynamics of it, would say that it's down to his technique. Um, this track is extremely hard to go fast on. It's hard to be at an elite level on because of the lack of traction. And it's, I guess the best way to put it is if you have flaws in your technique, this track will exploit that and make you pay severely. Um, so I think that's why you saw Jason Anderson on the podium because he is incredibly good at finding traction where it doesn't seem to exist. And that's part of that's growing up in New Mexico. Uh, you know, Tomac living in Colorado, like the, you know, most of the, most of the tracks in Colorado are super hard packed. I think he's very good in those situations also. He, he's really aggressive as well. But I think it just comes down to corner speed, which he relies on corner speed. You know, he, he's not the same as Ryan Villapoto's corner speed. His corner speed is derived from he can get off the brakes, get off the throttle, let the bike maintain its natural momentum into and through the corner, and then he will pick up the, the throttle pretty late but that's okay because he's going really fast through the corner with that momentum already. So most riders, um, and, and I don't have a place in this conversation, but it's how I relate to it. I struggled here because I wasn't good at that. I would have to get on the throttle really aggressively to kind of make up that gap. And you can't do that at Washougal. Your rear tire will spin up and then you're not going anywhere, right? It it's, doesn't work at Washougal. And that's kind of the opposite of Dungey, where he's so good at letting the bike do its natural thing and just flow. And I think that just creates speed. That's just it, it, that natural process creates a lot of speed for him. So I, I think if you pressed him on that, he would be like, "Yeah, there's more to it." I, I'm sure he's aware of that. Um, I, I don't know why he wouldn't just tell you that, though. Well, I mean, when you talk about what is what he's good at, you know, all these guys are really good at corner speed, and they're all good. They all it's different, you know, though, man. Like. Me, Anderson, yeah, yes. Anderson is loose, and he was really good on the weekend. There are layers to it. You know, there are layers to it. Wow. Um, I, I firmly, I, I mean, if you want to argue semantics, that's fine. But riders have strengths and weaknesses, just like everything else. Uh, you know, I firmly believe that's why Dungey was able to beat Villapoto more often than not at Washougal, is because their riding styles were very different. If you gave Villapoto traction and allowed him to be aggressive, he was almost impossible to deal with. In a lower traction environment, was Villapoto still great? Of course. But if the percent difference between a rider is, you know, half a percent or one percent, that difference can be the change between first and second. And I, and I, I think you see that all the time. Like that's not, I don't think that's really stepping out to say that, you know, some riders ride in conditions better than others. That's, it's why Jeffrey Hurlings is so good in the sand. Like he flows and allows the bike to do what it wants to do. And he never slows down in the sand where that's just not what some people are as talented at. So Hurlings grew up in the sand. That's why he's good in the sand. Of course. Right. right. But that's, he developed a skill set for the sand that works really well, where I think Ryan Dungey, for whatever reason, it could be God given talent. It could be things he worked on, but he is much better at allowing the bike to flow where Villapoto, 
or Kevin Windham, perfect example. Kevin Windham was very big on straight line, hard acceleration, get to the next corner, do the same thing, accelerate really hard again. Like he was a very much point and shoot type rider. And everybody just has their nuances. And I just think, and I, I believe this, that Washugo works well for Ryan Dungey because of that. And, and I think we would have seen that play out had he not, had he not crashed. Craig was 18th after lap one, but of course we have no, we don't have the technology to, to score him any other place. But 18th and 12th. I was told this year we would, but uh, yeah, yeah, still not there. No, still not there. Still not there. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Christian rode really, really well. Uh, like I told him after the race, though, it was unfortunate that they were going off Washugo Moto One for MXDN. So he's out. Yeah, that's too bad for him. Varsha gets the spot. Huh. Too bad. Um, no, I, I yeah, do- Craig's underrated this year. I mean, yeah. he has one overall podium, but he's been, I feel, significantly better than huh. previous years. He's always been that, like, seventh-place-ish 450 yeah. guy, and I feel like he's closer to the elite group. Okay, you almost got to take Sexton and Tomac out right now. But um, Yeah, and, and hey, you know what's as, funny? as bad as Anderson has been outdoors record-wise, I, I don't think Craig's been on Anderson's pace outdoors in previous years. Uh, but he is now. You know what's funny is you, you start talking to some of these guys and like they are just full on being like, yeah, I I can't get first or second at this point. Craig was saying that, Savachi was saying that, Dunn just saying that, right? Like they're oh, just. I'm like, sure Anderson's saying it. Yeah, yeah. I, There's no I, way. I didn't speak yeah. to Jason, but yes, it, it, we're we're at the point. Okay. The, we're at the point where these you guys are like, okay. no, I didn't. We're at the point where these guys are like, yeah, yeah, like like uh, the best I'm doing today is third, or I was hoping to get third, or you know, I can't see those guys or whatever, so. Uh, that's that's where they're at uh, right now. The, the rest think, of the competition. I think Ander- Anderson was a little frustrated with uh, the second moto. He after the first one, I think he felt like he could go with those guys if he was given the opportunity. And in the second moto, he was given the opportunity and he couldn't. So um, he he was very uh, trying to think of the right word. He gave a lot of credit to those guys for how fast they were going. But I think he was frustrated with himself that he couldn't he couldn't hold the pace, and and he knew he could. I think it'll be Craig for MX2. I'm betting heavily on that from what I talked to this weekend. So, um, and and Craig, Craig mentioned he would drop down and ride the 252. So we'll see what happens. Barsha, we are. I thought that's what he had to do. Uh, no, I don't think he has to do it. That, that I know. Craig. Of. Yeah. You don't think Craig has to drop down to the 250? No, to the last four. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, oh, race the last four. Yeah, yeah. Craig, Craig said that he would do that. So we'll see what happens. He's okay. also in the he points, though. That. He's he's getting up there in the points. Barsha, Barsha said that he'll do it. You know, he's further back than Craig. So yeah, we could have some interesting uh, things going on by Unadilla. Um, couple. Maybe. Well, we have more to talk about uh, when we get to the 250 class because suddenly, suddenly now, it's like why didn't they just pick Justin Cooper? These morons. Yeah. Um, Roxon, uh, fourth overall for Kenny. Uh, good first moto, second moto, not so great. He said on uh, social media he's got he's battling his immune system again. So he was sick on Friday or not feeling well on Friday. Kind of showed a couple of decent motos uh, for Kenny, but not you know not where we've seen him before. Fourth overall for him, and you could make an argument that Craig and Dungey, like we talked earlier, both beat him if they don't you know have their issues. So uh, well, did you see did you see Kenny's post today? Yeah. Yeah, I just said he was super sick, which, I mean. Yeah, he has, he's he, immune post, system. Yeah, well, he got a fever and cold and all kinds of stuff. So it sounded like, it, from what I read, just kind of reading through the words, he felt pretty frustrated that he just can't stay healthy through these, you know, as the series wears on. Judge Wygant, would you 
Have you prepared the uh, appeal decision on this? I just, this is a uh, statute of limitations is long, oh, okay. long okay. since passed. It's right. unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate because the exact evidence that you wanted. Okay, but, but uh, limitations, sorry. right? Okay. I mean, the, the first one has already been sent to the electric chair. I don't know what you want me to Double do. Double jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Barsha, sixth. Um, Savachi, seventh. Savachi, I, I was surprised he raced. He looked like he was in big-time pain. Hurt his ankle. He did a Superman. There's a photo out there from Brown Dog Wilson of him doing the Superman in practice and then uh, jammed his ankle, and then uh, he said he got a shot. Otherwise, he didn't think he could race. So seventh place for Joey, sixth place for Barsha. Uh, Benny Bloss. I can't. Benny's turnaround has coincided with Jeff. Jeff Bloss not coming to the races, and uh, so I say, Jeff, stay home, stay home, Jeff. So uh, I don't know what it is, but but Benny is riding really well right now, Weech. And he's doing what um, he. And I listened to an interview, and then he's making that point. You're making that point. He's consistent. He's doing the thing that he's always been bad at. Yeah. He's always been fast. Like, that's the big thing. Yeah. If we were saying Benny's riding good because he was fourth fast in qualifying or there was a part of the moto where he's running sixth and he's just keeping those guys in sight, that would be good. Don't get us wrong. But it's more impressive that he's like, I, I don't want to say finally because this is, it's what, it's nine motos or so, but I don't, you know, we don't want to jinx it. But he's been just rock solid, which is what we've been waiting for for Benny for like five years now. It's rock solid. Congrats, Benny. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's awesome. Yeah, he's... First privateer all the time lately. Um, good job to Benny. And so, Jeff Bloss, stay home. No, Jeff Bloss, come to the races. We all miss you. No. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't believe in whatever sort of sorcery you're putting on this. You don't believe that Jeff right Bloss is yelling at Benny and stressing Benny out? I do not. I do okay. not. All right. Well. I've never seen him do that. Stay home, Jeff. Benny agrees with me. Um, all right. Uh, AP went down late in the second moto, right? Yeah, he was uh, laying in a turn for a while there. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what place he was in, but yes, definitely was uh, down in the uh, in the moto. Um, Troll trains one week after Troll train says, "Don't pick him out. Don't pick him for Pulp Mex Fantasy. He's just riding this out, and he gets his best result of the year." Great, thanks, Troll train. Thanks a lot. Um, he goes, uh, "What did he go? Ten, ten something? Yeah, ten twelve for Alex Martin. Uh, good job for that." 11th for Marshall Welton. Uh, I felt bad. I didn't remember. He actually won Washougal before, so yes, my he bad. Did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, on a Troy Lee bike. Oh, you remember. Oh, who, you remember. Who can forget? I think he went I think he went 2-2, a la Tim Ferry, another one of my favorite riders. Oh, uh, yeah. I think no he wonder went, you love Washougal. He, he reminded of this. He reminded uh, us of this on Saturday morning as well. Yeah. So it was fresh in our minds. Yeah. I think oh, he, okay. I think he was on TLD, KTM, right, when he won? I don't think it was a star, but... No, star. Um, Marshall Weldon, 11th overall. It looks like Marsh is going to ride the 250 class for the HEP guys for the World Supercross. Look at this. From a van to 10th and 11th this summer to World Supercross ride from Welton. What a, what a, I know. What a, what a, it's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. The people love Welsh. Uh, Marsh. The Marsh. people love Welsh. Welsh. That's what I'm going to call him. No. Yeah, Welsh. People love Marsh. The, the riders know him. They love him. Uh, I think they're pumped. I mean, he's never even close to this level. Yeah. Um, uh, to have, you know, whatever you want to classify HEP being a factory or not. Like, and he's getting results. And now he's got some job security, it sounds like. Like, yeah. What a turnaround. Dude, he was in a van with gas, gas, spikes, sleeping in a van, eating ravioli in a hubcap. 
you know? Yeah, you were talking to him in uh, in December, right? He yeah. had his own YZ250F, and he's talking about, like, I'm trying to scrape it together enough money for a second injector for the engine. Yeah. And, so, and he could barely, I don't think, was he no, even riding Supercross at that he, point? He asked me to get him a deal on an exhaust. He's like, hey, a man, deal. I can't get an exhaust. I'll pay for it. I just need a deal. And I couldn't get him a deal on exhaust. Like, I got no reply from a few people. He had zero value. Yes, yes. Nothing. Nobody wanted Marshall Welton to give him a deal on an exhaust. And now here he is. So, that's awesome. Yeah. He also had a black eye, and I asked him why. Uh, you know that little uh, wall jump there going into the back? Uh, he said that he was breaking too much on it, and his team manager, Dustin Pipes, told him to send it. So, he sent it. And he went too far and bounced his head off the handlebar and has a black eye. So that was awesome. He said he, he said he yard sailed in practice trying to launch the wall. So uh, Dunge 12th, uh, as we said, good moto for good second moto for Dunge. That was awesome. Shane McElrath, uh, kind of a visible day. I think he's out at the uh, Unadilla. So Mookie and Dino are coming back. You guys, uh, you guys heard this? Yeah, I kind of heard that too. But let's be honest, man. Like, I mean, if you, what did he do? Ten, the fourteen ten. Fourteen ten. Yes. I mean, it's just it, it's not cutting it. Like, I'm sure they would have liked to have found a way, but he didn't really. He had one fifth, I think, in a moto, um, but he didn't really do anything in eight rounds to really be like, we can't let this guy go. Unfortunately. Yeah. But JT, yep. we, we will see Mookie outdoors if all goes well. Knock on wood. We will see Mookie. Yeah, Oakland. that's super surprising to me. I, I would have, I would have placed bets against that. I'm, I'm very surprised. Freddie Norn, 14th. Chiz was back in 15th. Bryson Gardner, good job for Bryson Gardner. JT, did you pick him in fantasy? I sure did. Yes, you, 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 you said he would have a good day. Uh, Carson Brown, two stroking. Past, um, past Gardner in the first moto in the whoops, and Gardner just looked over at him like, "What the hell." Like, he looked over right at Carson Brown like, what? So, good job for Carson Brown. Uh, what do you get? 15? 1520. 15-20 on a two-stroke. Good job. I feel like 15-20, and he almost didn't get lapped. I think he got lapped with a lap and a half to go in the first moto. I feel like that's as good as you can possibly do. Like, he maxed out on YZ250. Right. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, almost staying the lead lap. Yeah. Uh, good job. Uh, Grant Harlan, Hawaii zone. Had a good day. I had him on a fantasy team. It is, it's his home race. It's his it, home race. True. Yep. Closest closest to Hawaii. Uh, must have felt the vibes, uh, the trees, and everything else. Um, he uh, was almost dead last in the first moto and worked all his way his way up to, to uh, what do you get? Uh, 18th. Good job, Grant Harlan. Second moto was good, too. Grant Harlan, everybody. I feel like this is uh, very similar to when the uh, Japanese riders would come over for Washougal. That would be their one race of the year. Yeah. Very similar for Harlan coming yeah. over from Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Grant Harlan. March Banks twisted his knee. DNF Moto One, DNF my fantasy team. Uh, Rod Bell got it back on track a little bit after some rough weeks. Hartraft uh, tore up his, not didn't tear up his knee, but hurt his knee in practice. And I don't think that, I think the team thought he wouldn't even be able to race. So 37 18 for Hartraft. And Cade showed up as well. Uh, Keelan Meston. What else we got? Anything else? Colin Juren, local guy. Should have we should have started yelling Colin Juren too at the live show. That would have helped our case. Out. I'd rather yell at him for the Seattle debacle. Yeah, yeah. Josh Moseman, MXA Zone. Josh Moseman made the motos and then interviewed the riders in his gear after after the moto. 
Unbelievable. Yeah. Like you said, making it all the time. Very, very. You should try to interview them mid moto. <laughs> did he? Did he have an orange helmet on? I didn't notice. He must have. He so. had to have, right? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I saw him in practice. I would. I think I would have noticed. I, I feel like I would have. Yeah. Come on, I agree. I saw him a bunch of times. Gotta, and I never saw it. So. Gotta have a. Uh, gotta have a uh, orange helmet on. But yeah, he interviewed the riders afterwards, and uh, you know, just basically rubbing it in all our faces that we're losers, and he made the motos, and we didn't do nothing. So. Uh, good job yep. to, to Josh, though. Yeah, good dude. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, anything else? 450 class? Vaughn Von Trapp was back. I saw him real quick. Who? What's his name? Who's, who's the guy Von that we had Berkel? last week? Von Burkle. Yeah, Von Trapp was back. Um, Who are you talking saw him about? Saw on the line. Von Burkle. Uh, the, the Dutch guy? Yeah, the Dutch guy. He was oh, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. Von Trapp? Lars Van Burkle, yeah. Yeah, Lars Van Berkel. Have yeah, you seen his fo- Have you seen his photo on the AMA timing and scoring? No, it's a it? full headshot. It's just it looks like it's a mo- He looks like a model. It's a full headshot. Wow. Yeah, it's the opposite of Phil's. Like he sent it as best he could. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, I saw him in all his Euro sponsor gear and all that. Uh, I don't know why he's here, but he's riding well. You know who looked great? Weege was Connor Olson. Looked great out there, huh? He did. I mean, there's something about the style. I don't know. There's something like iconic about the style that yeah. he rocks out in the racetrack. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, the CEO making making. I don't think he had made one this year until now. Yeah, it's been a rougher for him for sure. He struggled uh, to make the other ones. Yeah. So good job by Connor Olson. Uh, also, shout out Keelan Meston, Canada's own. Uh, mm-hmm. Barely missed points both motos. Damn it. All right. Uh, thanks to uh, Fly Racing, of course, flyracing.com. Check them out, uh, motorsport.com, and uh, your local dealer as well. The 2023 stuff will be debuting out shortly, and the 2022 and a half kinetic mesh is out. Love this stuff. Uh, it's the stuff that Weege wears when he races GNCCs. Uh, it's the stuff that I wear out here in hot-ass Vegas uh, if I rode my dirt bike, which I have not done in a while, and I need to. Uh, 2022 and a half kinetic mesh, flyracing.com. Check it out, please. Justin Brayton also wearing Fly Racing for the World Supercross rounds. So um, just keep that in mind, everybody. Thanks to the folks at Cobolinks. Uh, Cobolinks.com. Pulp of Mexico saves you money, gets you free shipping as well. Lowering suspension link from everything from Aprilia to Yamaha. And uh, gain some confidence, have your suspension work a little better. All of that using Cobolinks. Cobolinks.com. And, uh, uh, yeah, they'll really help you out. So please check those guys out. You can get it at Motorsport.com as well. And speaking of Motorsport... OEM and aftermarket parts, motorsport.com. Free shipping on everything over 79 bucks, Weege. Unfortunately, you got to spend 79 Weege, to get free shipping. I'm down. I'm down. Um, free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, OEM and aftermarket parts, motorsport.com. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com. That would really help us out. And also, Weege, uh, on X Maps. Yeah, so it's summertime. Good time to uh, get outdoors. You can do it, uh, whether you're looking for hiking trails or mountain biking trails. Uh, maybe hunting season, you want to get uh, started thinking about that. Uh, hunting is always a little odd to me because it's like the only hobby and sport that you spend the entire year invested in, and you can do it for like 14 days total. But if you're into that kind of thing, they have maps for you. And, of course, dirt bike trails as well. So go to onxmaps, on the letter xmaps.com, or onx off-road in the App Store. And uh, they have a lot of cool features on there that will show you why it's better than just thinking, oh, I got maps already on my phone. Uh you don't have trails on those maps, so use Onyx maps. Uh, Uasa batteries as well. Thank you, Uasa. 
Yeah, they've been doing it since 1979. Uh, High-tech batteries, and you know what that means this day and age. Uh, Good power and lightweight. I don't know how they would perform if you're battling Eli Tomac and you were to have double stall tip-overs. I don't know how quickly they'd make your bike fire, but under normal circumstances, uh, a Urasa battery is the one you want. And that's not even what Sexton had on his bike, actually. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, thanks to Urasa. Yep. Uh, all yep. right, 250 class, Washugal. Well, Jet wins again, but he's probably the third fastest guy, maybe. Uh, you know, he doesn't like the track, like JT may mention. He did not lead a lap all day. Uh, goes 2-2, but that's what happens when you're Jet Lawrence. Uh, things are falling your way, and, you know, obviously he rode great to get the overall win. Cooper, 4-1, and Hunter. Hunter needed to get by Joe Schmoda all over him for the overall win and couldn't do it. Uh, Joe goes 3-3 for fourth. God, that would suck. Uh, and Justin Cooper, yeah, is he back, JT? Is Justin Cooper back? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to need more than just one moto okay. to, uh, to get there. Um, you talked about, you know, Jet doesn't necessarily love this track. Joe was decent, but he wasn't thrilled about his day. You know, he, he was frustrated on the podium. And then Hunter, uh, you know, just didn't get it done in the second moto. So I think all of them had their individual issues. And then Justin put one really good moto together in the second moto. So the good news for Justin is that he goes to Unadilla, you know, his quote-unquote home track, not that he, he's probably ridden it all that much, but it is in New York, and it's, he's going to feel good going there. So maybe he will find some continuation and be able to build off that momentum. Uh, but just saying one, one moto and, and it's all happening again, I don't, I'm going to need more than that. Weege? Well, there's a strong chorus of Justin Cooper is being robbed from Team USA now after one moto. Um, how many points back of the Lawrence brothers is he? Oh, he's a lot. Like 143. 143 points back. So I'm just no, like, okay, maybe, maybe he ends up being awesome. I mean, there's a chance it just turns it around. And he's, I mean, you know, he won a Unadilla with a broken thumb, won a moto last year. Like, he could be really good there. Maybe this is it. Like, we know Justin Cooper's capable of more than he's had this year coming back from injury. And unfortunately for Team USA, he might rip these last five rounds while Shugel on. And then it does look dumb to not have him on Team USA. But I, I don't think you can fault them for not having no. considered him. I, I think no. he's bummed that he's not considered. But come on. Like, he's 143 points down. Last year he was ahead. He's of, not 143. Of he's, he's not, not a, 143 down. Oh, you made that up. Yeah, he made you that made up. up. Yes. He made that oh, up. He made that up. Uh, 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 yeah. He is actually uh, 55. He's uh, 78 points down. Okay, so last year he was like eight points up. This year he's 78 points down. That is the point we're saying, like, he's just not the same Justin Cooper as he was he, last year. Yeah. But now there is a chorus, for sure, of like, this is ridiculous. Why is he not being considered? Like, this is such recency bias. It's crazy. Well, look, he first moto wasn't great. He got fourth. No. You know, that, yeah. that's, that, that's fine. That's good. Fourth place, you know, all of that is, uh, is fine. But, yeah, he wasn't great. And, you know, um, Second moto was yeah. awesome, but yeah, you. What happened to first moto? Like, if he goes one one, the first moto was, you know, the first moto is just what it's been. Yeah, like that was more of just what it's been. It's not terrible. It's not great. It's just what he was. It's been what twenty two has been. He was he was thirty seconds back of Joe in third. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just been a lot of what twenty two has seen. Right. It's no one's mad about it or whatever, but that's rides like the first moto or why he hasn't been considered for this team yep. as a uh, you know up to I mean, this point. I didn't think he was going to win that moto. Yes, he got the whole shot. Yes, he was leading, but I, I didn't I just I was like, okay, those guys will get him. They didn't full props to him. 
Uh, good job, but yeah, no, yeah, you know, for, um, yeah. I do have some data though. I was talking to Gareth Swanepoel about this uh, actually Saturday night. Uh, he's a trainer for the team. He did say that when Craig and Cooper ride, they're about the same speed, and I don't think Craig's going to get faster when he gets into 250. Maybe at best he's the same. Um, but he said they're the same speed, so I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But I'll throw in one other thing. Um, and we, JT and I talked about this on a TV show. I don't think there's a rider these days that's more start-dependent than Cooper. The difference between him starting 10th and 1st, it, it's big for everybody, but it's way bigger for him. Yeah, and, always been. Yep, yep. Yeah, okay. If the Team USA qualifies well and they get a good gate and they give him the inside gate, if he did whole shot a moto on a 250, it's game on. Like The advantage they would have at that point is so massive. But that's a huge – I don't know if that's going to happen on a 250. And if he gets buried in both motos, that's just not his strong point. And I, that's why I always wanted Anderson to be in the team because Anderson's getting knocked down in first turns and ramming through people all the time. So I'm just like, Anderson on a 250, guaranteed bad start, will be fine. I worry about that with Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, if he did pull a whole shot, though, on a 250, which I believe he's capable of with the right gate, which Team USA probably wouldn't give him anyway, uh, that would be huge, but that's strong. That's long odds. Yeah. Uh, I thought Hunter was going to get Schmoda. I really did. Uh, he was trying everything. I, I thought he was going to get him and get the overall. Um, and I was wondering if he would get a little greasy to do it because uh, you know he knew he, he knew he needed it. I'm sure the team communicated he to did. him. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and so we told him we told him like three or four laps to go. Yeah. Yeah. So count me as surprised that he didn't get a little greasier. He tried everything, but that's Washugal right there in a nutshell. Right. Joe was flowing inside to inside, and what are you going to do? So. Um, crazy to see three, three for four. Let's not forget Hunter tipped over while yeah. it, he had it. Yep, he, yeah, he absolutely had it. Yep. No, good point. You're right. Yeah, I did tip I over. I mean, that's so. that's been that's been the, the narrative of this whole series is, is uh, Hunter's mistakes have really held him back. Uh, but yeah, so Jet gets another win, uh, and yeah, absolutely like we said, like just rode he rode well, but wasn't a standout. But he took the win. Shimoda three three. Max Volan, fifth overall. That's two good races for Max. And actually, when you look at Southwick, uh, first moto, that was really good. Second moto, it got to him. But Max Volan has turned things around. Good job to Maximus. Have we ever seen someone win this many ways as Jet has won? Because typically, if you, if you told me, okay, we're through eight rounds and Joe Lawrence has won seven of eight, I'd be like, man, he's just, he's killing everybody. Like, this is just do- pure domination to, to have a stat like that. And you could argue that he's, he's been the best rider. I, well, I would say everybody would argue no, that. Yeah, but he's the best rider. He's winning all these weird ways. Like, if you look at his moto scores, it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of strange scores, especially early in the season, to, uh, to get seven wins out of eight. Yeah, Weege? Any thoughts on that? I almost think there's no. maybe something more to it than, like, it, I do like your point, JT, where you said he's almost like an evil math genius at this point. You asked him on the podium. I thought that was cool. Um, but the other guys make mistakes, and maybe they can beat him and they don't pull it off. I mean, is there a slight part where it's like the reason he doesn't blow it is because he can manage to get first or second in any moto riding at 95% and everybody else is going balls to the wall, and that's why the things happen to everybody else but him? I mean, is it really that simple, actually? I think, I think part of that, he also, he was pretty transparent and said he's just getting lucky some of these times, too. You know, it's, 
just things are just kind of going his way, and things things happen that way at times. There's certain years where you just can't seem to do any wrong, and no matter what the scenario is, and the, however it needs to go, the equation just works out in your favor. And it doesn't help that I think he's the overall best rider too. Uh, Max Volan, fifth yeah, overall. It's all around. There's, there's a little luck involved. No, I can deny that. Right. Uh, Seth Hamaker's never been to Washougal before. I was talking to him after practice, and he's like, "Yeah, man, it's weird. It's it's definitely weird. It's it's a different track." And I'm like, "Yep, yep, yep. You sound like every other rider that that's never ridden here before." But good job for Seth. Five uh, five eight on the day. Um, starts have been always good. He's very consistent. Um, once these guys get out of the class, Seth will take another step up. Uh, I think so. Is he is he on that team again? Is he yes. signed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna have the same team next year. <laughs> Uh, RJ Hampshire is seventh. Didn't meant, I didn't notice RJ much. I noticed him like further back, and then the charge didn't come. But that's because it's Washugo, like we talked about. Like not rough, not hot. Things that RJ is really good at late in the motos, you know, picking dudes off. So Pierce Brown had a good day, but could have been better. Started I think up front both times and kind of went backwards a little bit. Uh, six nine. Uh, I think he was fifth in the first moto, and I think he was sixth or seventh in the moto two. Uh, so, but six nine for Pierce, he'll take it after what's been going on. Thrasher was way back in the first moto and passes way to thirteenth. Second moto, seventh. Got he got guys late in both motos, and I noticed this because I had him on Pulp Max Fantasy. So late in the motos, he made a lot of passes happen. Uh, Verizzi, that Verizzi, that's Verizzi's best finish of the year so far. Ten ten. So yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was. He, he was rode good. by himself a lot. Yeah, a lot. I mean, he was, which I've had those days, and it's it's actually pretty enjoyable. You just get to put in laps, and it's kind of stress free, especially when you're having your best day ever. Yep. Um, but he he was riding well. Julie Swole nine twelve. Derek Kelly uh, came from way back in the second moto, fell in the second lap, and, and really good, yeah. really good start in the first moto. Yeah. Yep. Started started well. Uh, twelve. He was battling with RJ when you mentioned RJ, and I, I missed an opportunity there. RJ was literally in a battle all day long. It just never stopped for him. Yeah. He was just constantly trying to pass people, and every it was like the opposite of Verizzi's day, where every time I saw him, he was just in a dogfight. Well, to me, he was in a dogfight with all four Bar X Suzuki guys were in this week. Uh, they were all there because uh, Schwartz came back after three days on the bike after injury, and um, he seemed to be going through Bar X Suzuki guys all the time. Just every moto, I got to go through Bar X Suzuki to get to where I need to go. So, uh, well, Mumphy, second moto Mumphy came from way back to 17th. He was dead last for a while there. I asked Brooks about having all four guys, and he's like, yeah, they're all wearing the same gear. I can't tell who's who. <laughs> they have numbers on their bike, Larry. Yeah, well, you know. So, but Kilroy, 13th, that's two good weeks in a row for Kilroy. Yep. Uh, actually, the Mumford, actually, the Bar X guys, 13, 14, 15, 16. Wow. Overall, consistent. Is that is that good? Like, is, if Larry Brooks is going back to the truck, is he happy with that? Like, I, I don't know what the expectation is. Well, Mumphy's been touching the top ten, right, since he came back at at at, uh, at the Red Bud and Millville. Like, I think he got tenth. Mm-hmm. I think he got an eleventh. So, Mumphy, no, but Preston Kilroy, I think. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I just I don't know where I don't know where the the bar is. Right, is like bar is Larry, X. Cause, you know where. Larry's been around a ton of success in his career. He was Jeremy McGrath, and like he, he's seen it all. So I don't know how he views this. Like, what lens is he looking at these results through? 
I don't know, but you said where the bar is, meaning Bar X Suzuki. I like that. I, I didn't mean in that way, oh, but okay. yes. Weege, any thoughts on Bar X Suzuki? I think last year they were really showing some potential Schwartz, and then Kilroy almost won title at Loretta's. I mean, he's right there with uh, Kitchen. So I think it was a real breakthrough. And I'd ask Larry, like, hey, if other teams come knocking and want to take these guys away, are you okay with that? Or are you like, no, I'm trying to you know, get to the point where they can win. But he felt fine. You know, if, if Star or Pro Circuit or a, a powerhouse team mm-hmm. took those guys. Uh, but, see, I don't feel like this year any of them have shown that. Like, I don't think they're on anybody's must list. Uh, Kilroy and Schwartz have been hurt for the most part, so that they haven't even had a chance. But I feel like last year you, there was much more like, wait a minute, look at these guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mumphy, Mumphy, I feel like, has been the best guy, but not this weekend with his crash. But he got 11th in Moto1, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like their Mumphy bikes are good. is much better than last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Brandon Ray, 17th. Good job. Prebula, 18th. Austin Black, another local. 19th, Max Miller's local. Who knew that? I didn't know that. Max Miller, 20th overall. So, Yeah, I was all kitchen telling us that he battled those guys growing up, and I did not know. I thought they were all California guys. I want to thank Lance Kobush for the stellar Pulp of Mex Fantasy performance. Thanks, Lance. That was great. Um, what else? Anything else? 250-wise? Nope. Okay. Uh, I think Jet wins the title. You think Jet wins the title? I like yeah. Je- I like Jed and Eli. Solid. Yeah, I like Jed and Eli to win these titles, but who knows, man? Four fifty four fifty for me is up for grabs. Uh, I mean, oh yeah, two fifty. I mean, Jet, Jet's going to need a disaster to not win this thing, but four fifty to me, man, is wide open. Especially when you factor in going to Fox Raceway for the finale. That that really helps Sexton, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm not counting Sexton out. He just beat him straight up. Like, I am as not, even as you can get. I am not either. I am just picking Tomac, but it's gnarly. Yeah, you're allowed to pick, yeah, you're yeah. Allowed to pick a side, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I'm just saying yeah. I, I don't I don't have a lot of conviction either way. I mean, Tomac should be the favorite. He has a five-point head start, and he's done this thing three times. Um, does, I don't. Does Ferrandis get in the mix after a race or two? I have a hard time believing knowing he just kind of started riding, for him to go deal with those two right now, uh, no. I, I, w- I would say no. Weege? If they weren't at this insane level, I would say yes, but they're at an insane level. So <laughs> I'm going to say no also. <laughs> so yeah, they, ask, ask Anderson how it's going out there. Like, at, those guys are level. Okay. They're at peak, peak performance right now. Right. So right. If you tell me Ferrandez comes in 100% healthy and he's been racing the whole series, can he get in that mix? I would say, yeah, I, I think he can. Maybe not every time, but I think he can. Sitting out for the last two months, coming in with not enough riding? No, I, I don't. I, I think that would be asking too much as well to expect. Do any of these racers get hammered at Loretta's and affect the performance out of the break, Weege? Yeah, man, those days are over. Really? It's been a long time. Yeah, you know what I feel really wiped it out? I feel like when uh, – uh, post-economic uh, crash, like 2009-10, um, I, I guess I, I really feel, this sounds crazy, but I feel like everybody in the industry used to go to Loretta's, and I feel like ne- they don't have they, they didn't have the budget for a while, and then after like five years that no one did it, everyone forgot that's what you're supposed to do. Like a, it's a lost generation of getting hammered at Loretta's. <laughs> okay, all right. These kids don't even know. They don't even know how yeah. it's supposed to go. Right, right. Okay. Yep. And that, and probably a little bit, a little bit cell phones. We were at the tail end. They were asking people to keep their phones away and don't bring their food, phones into certain areas. Like the early days of phones, oh. uh, it'd be pretty bad now. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of stuff would go down on the Reddits with these. These kids go back. It's like it's just like their high school reunion, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, well, a lot of these guys will go, though, right? Like, do you think some of these guys show up on the Reddits? No, it's not nearly what oh. it was. Oh, I it's mean, not? No. just about every factory pro would be there, again, like 12 years ago. But yeah. I don't even really think they, they don't even do the demos anymore. Like, you used to have one or two guys grinding yeah. each bike. So that's two guys from each team, one on each bike. Uh, they don't even do that anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were, used to yeah. ride stock bikes, right? Like, ride, ride yep. stock bikes around Loretta's. Oh, wow. Well, what's the, yeah, sense, of me, what's the sense of me going, yeah. then? There's no sense. Yeah, good point. Otherwise, you should be there. Yeah. I, although, JT, you know this. If Steve went and hung out with all his industry buddies for three or four days, but that's a do but hang out, he would have a great time. Oh, I think he would, too. Uh, for yeah, me, would. I, I always have a good time there. The hardest part is just being in the heat all day. That, to me, that and, and that I'm, I'm okay with prima donna. That's a terrible excuse. I, no problem. I, I, I get it. No, but that honestly, every time I go there, that's why I'm like, man, I, I am miserable not having a place to like be all day. Like It's hot as hell during the day. Like I just, yeah, I, I got to get out of it. It is, but but again, like Steve's so many of your buddies, there'd be so much growing down. It would be crazy. Would I be? Would yeah, I be allowed? I think you would have fun. Would I be allowed in the infield? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you're not even allowed at our Friday night show. So right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. You're supposed to. Uh, I don't know. Okay. You're you're a loose cannon. Right. Exactly. Uh, you're not allowed to cheer. You're not allowed to cheer. That's one of the rules in the infield because that'd be giving riders an unfair advantage. So for sure, the troll train ever comes back mm-hmm. to race event class. You are definitely not allowed. What, what, well, Kiefer will be there. I could cheer Kiefer. I can't. Can't even cheer Kiefer. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. just a list of, of yeah. your besties that are all hanging out for a week talking motocross, and yeah. you will not be there. Right. I was there in 98, yeah. man. I don't know. I doubt it's changed much. <laughs> okay. okay. I, doubt, I probably hasn't. I, I probably doubt it's changed much. So, um, I, We played pool in a bar across the street, and the next night we went back to the bar, and it was burned down. What? Yeah. That was crazy. That was nuts. That's what I remember from 98. We left the track, went left, and then went right up into the hills. Not far. We played pool, had some beers, hung out, had a good old time. Next night, we're like, let's go back to the place. We drive up there. It's burned down. There's nothing there. <laughs> I can't remember what year it was. It was it, I think it was last Yeah, I think it was last year where uh, Tickle, RV, and Weimer showed up ready to go. And they just, kind of like Vegas style, where you just bury yourself immediately. Yeah. <laughs> they just buried themselves within, like, hours. And then I was talking to Tickle about it uh, Friday at the track. And he's like, basically, I was there Tuesday, and by Wednesday, I was just dead. <laughs> like, first night, yeah. killed themselves. Yeah. Can't, yeah. Got to gotta have some pace. Got to have some pace. Jake and Coke was ready to go. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Shugo, round eight. Uh, four more to go in the series. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's been really cool, really great racing, really all summer long. Uh, it's been something else, and, and this weekend was, was great, too, the weather and the track and the fans and everything else. It was, it was a great race. So uh, anything else, boys? Uh, Moser was there. Do you know that guy? No, I do not. Uh, I never oh, okay. saw him Saturday, and then I ran into a friend of his who said, dude, he's not good, and he can't find his keys. And that's all I know about Saturday, Moser. <laughs> I saw him Saturday morning at about nine o'clock, and he was all right. And he was fine. Yeah, yeah. This was you when know, I was. I mean, doing... he may have been super hungover, but yeah. he seemed okay. This was when I was doing my post race stuff. That's when I ran into his buddies, and they're like, "It's not good," and he can't find his keys. 
So I'm like, and he oh. definitely could have been bad by then. Right, that, right. That's for sure. He had a lot of regrets uh, Saturday morning about Friday night. A lot of regrets. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah. He, he. Did you see him throwing the hats out to the crowd? Like they were. He he was almost throwing himself down. Like as he was releasing the hat, it was almost <laughs> too much for him. So yeah, it was. Oh, talk about your cardboard cutout. Yeah, yeah, I got a cardboard cutout. I don't. Did Moser do it or did Joey? Who did it? I don't really know. But somebody cut out a cardboard cutout of me. It's really nice. It's thick. It's heavy, and it's got Pulpamex Washugal on it. And it's me. Uh, at the Yamaha LCQ Challenge, and there's a speaker attached to my mouth and a battery on the back of it, and when you push the speaker, it says, I am a shitty media guy, which is kind of what I said a few times on the show. So I get this presented to me. It's, what, four feet tall? It's, it's big. So I, I can't take this back with me. I, I have no idea how I'm getting it back to Vegas. So I told the Club MX guys, can you hold on to this all year for the rest of the year, and I'll grab it at Paula. What are the odds it makes it to Paula? Knowing Club MX and they're savvy with the marketing, they will make sure that that is there set up in the pits for all the fans to get their friends. 30%? 40%? I don't know. I'll say 70. 70? Okay. Mike, no, 100. There, uh, 100. I, I promise you Mike will have that thing wrapped mm-hmm. and sealed like the Mona Lisa. <laughs> I feel like March Banks will come in from a bad moto and just punch it. <laughs> And then break it. Like I just that's, I would endorse I would endorse this. Right. Or Phil or any of these guys, you know. I, I don't know. I feel like we'll see. We'll see if it makes it to Paula and if so, I'll take it back, bring it back home. Uh but it'll be the way things are going, I may the way things are going, I may do it. Yeah, you, you see, there's a number of number of gentlemen in the pits that would want to strike that. So um we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I don't know. Um so we might have, because Jeremy said that his goal, he, he might race the last two nationals. Jeremy Martin might really? race the last two nationals. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's He's, yep. he's not sure, but he's going to yeah. try. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Phil wants to be back, and then Phil and Alex can race, and Jeremy will be there. And there is a chance that at the end of their all their motos, you will be standing there, <laughs> your cardboard cutout. <laughs> it's going down. Yeah, I don't I don't like the odds of that happening at all. No. Yeah, I, 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 It's going down. Maybe my buddy <laughs> Troll will throw himself in front of anybody. Who tries to hurt it? <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe. It still can ghost ride into it. I'll tell you what, Weech. Brayton's gone. Trolls leaving. Stuff. Stuff off season I, for I, us. I, I know, and I think you really like Levi Kitchen, but but our guy Mitch Kendra, Racer X, has already claimed him. I don't know what we're gonna do. We I don't gotta know. find new heroes. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't know. And I, honestly, when did Timmy retire? Two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah. You've gone thirteen years and haven't found another. Maybe, no. maybe Troll Train. Right, so, right. I, they don't grow on trees. What about Chiz? When is Chiz just goes forever? So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Chiz will just go forever. Yeah, it's true. We got at least ten more years of Chiz. Yeah, yeah. Chiz will just be there. Uh, all right. Uh, good, good show. Uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Check them out. Racer X as well. Thank you to Uasa Batteries, Motorsport.com, Coba Links, Renthal, Maxis, all on board with us. Uh, and anything else, boys? Nope. All right. Yep. We're we're on to uh, we're on to Unadilla. See you guys. I'm on to Sweden, yeah. but oh, then oh, we'll be on the yeah. Unadilla. Sweden. We're on to Sweden. Then we're on the Unadilla. What's that one called? What's that race called? Udavala. You're going to Udavala and Unadilla. And then. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We just go into. Udavala and then Unadilla. We just, and we just go to Loretta's. And <laughs> He's going to Brainerd and then Loretta's. <laughs> yep. I don't Brainerd and Loretta's. Yeah. Brainerd, Loretta's, Udavala, Unadilla.
<laughs> I, uh, no, I'm not going anywhere. Twisted lives. Here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here. He's just going mountain biking yep. 12 times a day. Yep. I uh, I will be going. I don't even. I'm not even going to Unadilla. I got a concert. Skipping Unadilla. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Third Eye Blind. Yeah. So I'm going to a concert. On. By the way, too, in the flip-off game, I got Will again this weekend. Driving in, he rocked right in front of my car as I was pulling in. So just fantastic. But then on the way to the airport, I'm driving into the airport, almost a rental car drop-off, and a van swerves over on me, almost hits me. He's hanging out the window, double birds me, and gets me, and it counts because we were in a different state. So, good job, Will. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Really, really like dramatic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, he... he, he, he yeah. See, what's your next race? Fox Raceway? No, the... Uh, uh, is it Bud's or Indiana? What's after, what's after Unadilla? Buds. I, Buds. Will, Buds. I will be at Bud's Creek, yeah. Who can forget 03? I heard they were going to do a, a something on the TV broadcast for that. So, you guys let me know. Now we got Chuck's on. We're good. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right. Thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners. Don't change me up. Don't change a thing.